and we're back. That took a little bit longer than we were expected, but that's how it goes sometimes. On our first episode back, we had a great time checking in with Jake the Rake and just all kind of checking in on what we've been up to and and having really kind of the season premiere episode for the second season. Check in with everybody, hear from Jake, and then just have a good old time. I'd like to thank everybody who's tuning into the podcast. We enjoy having these conversations, and thank you guys for listening. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the show, and like always, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. If you're interested in reaching out to us, go on to either Instagram or Facebook, Tree Thinking Podcast or Tree Thinking, or reach out by email at treethinkingpodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, we're going to take care of some business and then get right to it. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional arboriculture advice and should never be relied upon to perform or direct arboricultural work. The Tree Thinking Podcast makes no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information on this podcast and will not be liable for any damages arising from the use of any information in the practice of arboriculture or tree work. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The podcast and its hosts are not to be held responsible for misuse, cited, and or unsighted copies of the content within this podcast by others. The Tree Thinking Podcast may not be reproduced or distributed without the express written consent of the Tree Thinking Podcast. All right, we're back again after a little bit of a break. It's, uh, you know, you uh, miss an episode and then next thing you know, you're a, a month out and here we are. So we're stoked to be back. But before we get too far into it, I'm Andrew. Jamie. Corey. Jake. We're joined by, by our good buddy Jake, who's back from the Midwest. We'll we'll get into that a little bit tonight. Hear hear about his adventures in the Midwest, taking on Big Rake. Or Big Blower, was it? Or <laughs> the Big this, Blower Companies. <laughs> it's a shitstorm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, you know, it's it's really going to be a random show. We're just going to be kind of telling some stories from the field and hanging out. But this is the beginning of kind of the next phase of tree thinking, kind of season two. So, uh, yeah, we took like a holiday break that kind of turned into a bit of a hiatus. Like everyone was just kind of things kept happening, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we planned on taking a week off. Yeah, we did. That was part planned. <laughs> that was planned. And the, then the rest of it wasn't they're so like much. this is nice i don't have to see these guys i only have to listen to andrew's voice at work <laughs> yeah oh, yeah and here we are back again buddy fuck <laughs> good job breaker yeah um that being said i'm stoked to kind of get back into it a little bit you know it's uh while it's nice to take a break you know it's nice to not have those deadlines of like all right got to get the outline all right got to get the we're going to be recording this time all right we got to get it edited and out it it's also kind of part of taking that break is you think about like how fun that was and all the cool conversations and kind of reflect on the last year and there's a lot of awesome conversations with a lot of really cool people and just you know it was it was cool to be part of, so we look forward to doing it again. Um, 
And, you know, I think this year we're going to have some themes, some similar themes to that we did last year. We were kind of chatting about some of the some of the directions we wanted to go uh, this year topic wise. Um, you know, I think we're probably going to be, you know, some of the kind of consciousness of trees, kind of what what is that consciousness? You know, that was always kind of fun when it came up. So we thought we'd talk about some of that kind of longevity of tree work value of tree work i don't know what what do you guys think what what's on what do you look forward to talking about i like the individual tree episodes you know where we really dive into an individual species yeah those are, yeah those are probably one of my favorite episodes those, we'll definitely be doing more of those those are those are real great we got something special planned it's coming down the pipe here soon yeah it's gonna be big Cottonwood, maybe even giant. No, yeah, no. <laughs> never cottonwood. No, no. I think we should do one on cottonwoods. That actually, sure, that yeah. actually would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and cottonwoods are great trees in the right spot. In the yeah. right spot, if they're serving their function. I remember, uh, <clears throat> I think it was 2008 when the ISA conference was in Boise, and you know, I that was a time when I didn't see a lot of value in the cottonwood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Always, whenever you got the cottonwood job, it was kind of a shitty job. You smelled at the end of the day. It was stressful <laughs> to climb out on, you know, there's just not what you were looking for. But we're driving through eastern Oregon. It's all desert. You know, you go, you start heading into Boise, and as you, you just start see these waterways, and the first trees you see are these big cottonwoods. Yep. You're like, oh, that's the purpose of the cottonwood. <laughs> it floats down the river into the desert, grows into a big tree, falls over, and creates a bunch of biomass that paves the way for all the other trees. And so I, I've got a lot, of, ever since then, I've had a lot of respect for the cottonwood. That's true. Yeah. It, it is kind of an oasis on the desert, but it also, you know, it falls apart all yeah. the fucking time. Like, that's part of its thing. The smell. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah. After, no. After like a cottonwood <laughs> removal, I'll go to the store after work and like I'm standing in line and that's when it hits me that I smell like a cottonwood. <laughs> yeah. Look around. And I'm no sorry, everybody. What is wrong with Hits you and hits everybody else all at the same time. And that um, on the new buds that like like a yellowish sappy shit. Mm. So charming. That's, yeah, it's great. Like, so many just some there's so many great things about the tree <laughs> and raking a cottonwood leaf it's like you it sticks to the rake yeah too big yeah. That, that is it because it's too big or just too soft no or? like you're talking about those sticky buds the stick a gotcha yeah yep. it just gotta shake it out you're then it sticks to your hands you're like geez do they make non-stick rakes Okay, there's I'm gonna write, write it. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's your there's your million dollar idea right there. I uh Teflon rakes. Teflon rake. <laughs> I worked with our friend Jeff today, and Jake, you've had experience with the Seymour S four hundred. You know. Oh yeah. It the handle doesn't break; it just bends over time. So, it's what the S is for. It. Yeah, the, the one exactly turns <laughs> into an S because it does. The one that you have, it it's an S. It's amazing. Wow. And our friend Jeff has a Seymour S400 and it's bending like crazy too. Oh, it's out. like a like a trademark of them or something. So is that like a baseball glove when you first get it it's all stiff and uncomfortable but after you use it for a while it really just takes the shape of your hand? Yeah, well I think 
Or is it the other direction? So I think the baseball glove gets better over <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. right? This does not. It loses its action. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. have the same it feel. Like, after each stroke, it wants to flip over. Oh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's no it's good. Like the worst thing about it is, is it never breaks. It so you can't break. just get a new one because that one's still together. Yeah, it just morphs. <laughs> <laughs> They're so weird. The morphing I couldn't believe that. It's the same model and the same things going on with it. Someone brought the S500 to my attention, which is... A yeah. fiberglass handle, yeah, with the same rake. Ooh, what what so. is the S four S four hundred, the one that deforms? What is that made of? The it's the a hand. wood handle. It's a wood handle. Okay. Yeah, cottonwood. Probably. Cottonwood. Definitely. Yeah, I wonder what <laughs> kind of wood they're using. <laughs> that was amazing to see two different rakes do the same thing. Huh. Yeah, probably cottonwood. Probably cotton. It's, it's <laughs> definitely cottonwood. There's no question. Anyway, so uh, Jake. Yeah. How's the adventures been? Boy, uh, oh, it's been great. You know, I, you guys are talking about all this like new stuff this year. I mean, you didn't even you don't even have to do anything because I just listened to last year's stuff over and over. And <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's great you're so motivated to keep going, but uh, you don't have to for the record. Yeah, um, but I mean, I appreciate all your ambitions and trying to give people this new hot shit that they want. But um, it won't be every week. I, it, it won't, it won't be. <laughs> You've built a solid foundation, so I think yeah. you can go anywhere and you can consider the life of this podcast a success already. Well, uh, thank you. Yeah. It's just my my one and a half cents. Nice. Nice. Well, I'll throw another half cent in on there and make it a two cent. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's Big Rob. Oh, nice. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Are you hey, there? Bro. Hey, you're on the Tree Thinking yeah. Podcast. What's oh, up? nice. What's hey, up, Rob? Oh. hey, Rob. Oh, doing really good. Just uh, cruising on home. Just uh, had a wonderful day. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, we just, uh, nice, a little impromptu call from uh, Big Rob. We just are <laughs> recording the first episode of the second season. So uh, you, your timing is impeccable. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it, it's great to join. Nice. We were just uh just checking with good old Jake the Rake. He was uh he just got back from the Midwest, I believe. Really? <laughs> I've kind of been all over the place. I I don't know how much I should disclose. There's kind of some things in the works, but um I, last time I talked to you, Rob, you were getting a bucket up the uh, up river to work on that maple tree. Did that how'd that go down? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of which maple that was. Saturday. Oh, yeah. It went really good. It was actually kind of sketchy because the proximity to the power lines, but with the extension chainsaw, it, it made all the difference. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it went uh, went flawless, and, and uh, we got the job done. <laughs> nice. That's another thing we need to do. We've uh, we've kind of been talking about directions we could go this e season. We need to do an episode about line clearance and working around electricity. Yeah, we do. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a big one for sure. We um, we definitely need to uh, take all things considered when it when it comes to working around power lines. Yeah, I was actually talking with Yaniv earlier today. I, I drove by his job site, and he was saying he's he's way down to come on and talk about it. He's working for Wright these days, so. He'll give oh, us very cool! Well, and that guy's hilarious. Yeah, 
Well, I, I'd love to love to be on that episode for sure. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, things are, things are going pretty good this year. It seems like, um, usually we slow down in the winter, but this year we definitely aren't. Hey, that that's good to hear. That's great news. Yeah. Yeah. We're not complaining. It's, um, it, it feels like summertime. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. At least, at least in the workload, maybe not the weather, but <laughs> hey, we've had some sunshine a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Been 30, 30. Spring's been spring's been kind of poking its and uh, giving a little bit of its space these days. Yeah, I think we got a little while till spring, though. We got a, you know, we we've it it did get about fifty the other day. Yeah, you know, so that was well, pretty nice. The Indian plums at my house and the dogwoods are are definitely breaking bud pretty hard. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> I I guess it was about this time last year where we were talking to Sarah and talking about the daffodils were all coming out in uh, mid January. Yeah, no, it was. And I haven't been noticing any daffodils. I haven't really been looking for them. It's, it's been a lot colder this year than it was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good sign that it's not inching, you know, <laughs> that we don't have daffodils in December. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good sign that the apocalypse isn't right on our doorstep. Yeah, it's well, still hope, a few days away. Hopefully the whole bug apocalypse is held off a little bit if the if the bud break is pushed back a little further. Let's hope so. Some of the flowers. But. Yeah, yeah. You know, the... Um, the thing that I've been kind of aware of these days are just, you know, Sarah um, did a lot of work in phenology where you kind of track the progression of bud break and flowering and, and the different stages of the trees throughout the seasons. Um, it really um, made me think about, or I learned a lot about um, the correlation between the trees and the insects and the birds yeah, and how, how the, um, you know, the insects are on a different schedule than the birds and how the migration for the birds can be really affected by phenology because the insects, um, you know, really go by the, the phenology and then the birds, depend on the insects and when that gets out of whack their their migration schedule um can be a little bit out of whack and that can make it hard for them to you know be able to forage for enough food yeah yeah i remember that was one of the things uh sarah was talking about when she was on a year ago that stuck with me yeah yeah it, it, it everything's interconnected yeah <laughs> What's new? What's new at Sperry, and what's new in the tree world for you, bro? Oh well, um, I put a new chipper shoot on one of our Vermeer fifteen hundreds today, so we're not going to be blowing chips all over the place. <laughs> we we bent the old one, and I went up to uh, a really cool job today, actually up to McKenzie, where we deadwooded some big firs and uh, did a bunch of bucket work. Uh, reducing uh, some limbs back over the parking spaces. And, oh, my gosh, the the weather was just absolutely beautiful, and the, the views were great from the top. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. How would you bend the, 
the yeah, uh, chipper yeah. shoot. That sounds like it could be a good story. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think someone jackknifed it on a on one of the truck beds. Oh, oh. yeah. I thought they yeah, left, I, thought so. they, I thought they left it sideways and hit like a mailbox or something. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> sideways well, just taking out like rear view mirrors or something. <laughs> Gosh, that totally just reminded me of a, a time where the the chipper shoot was pointed sideways and I didn't really um my awareness game was not uh, at the top level and um, I warmed up the chipper and chipped up the stage brush and then realized like literally almost probably five minutes into it that I was chipping right into the road. <laughs> speed, speed bump. That's nature's speed bump. Yeah. yeah, that was not a good day. We, um, <laughs> we had to do some emergency chip removal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I was on that job. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a, a local stump grinder guy named uh, Woody's. You remember him? His name is yeah. His name is Doug. Yeah. Um, but he's sold a business recently, and uh, he said he told me about one of his worst days. He's, uh, he was grinding this stump, and it was before he. Um, got his little barriers with hinges on them, so, you know, yeah. make a nice work site. It's not spraying stuff everywhere. And I was like, because I, I complimented on him is on his nice woodworking skills with these hinges, and it's nice to mobile setup. It keeps everything contained. And he said, Jake, before I had this, I had a really bad day. This guy had a brand new like two. It was the year two thousand. You remember it? It's like is a two thousand Camaro that was brand new, and I. Sprayed the whole side with gravel. Oh my god! And I didn't even oh. like, like, patch gravel. Oh, yeah. that a bad day. That is a bad day. So, that must have been the original Woody. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, because I, I think that that business changed hands, didn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I heard that um, Bartlett bought Buena Vista. Yeah. yeah, heard that too. Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they're they're coming. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah, the dude who's going to kind of come down and I think run that crew there. He used to work for Dan. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name? You remember uh, Casey? Casey. I think I met him a long time ago at a competition. Yeah. 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 At least last I talked to him, that that was kind of. Yeah, he's a, he's a, what it sounded like was going to happen. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like Casey a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, everything just keeps on changing. That, that's the way, that's the only constant is change, you know? <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah. that stump grinder story reminded me. Uh, remember when, Land, I think Landers had the stump grinder and he was grinding and he caught a brick with his stump grinder and it launched it back probably 100 feet behind him and through the window of the Dodge you know, our Dodge that we oh, tow the, okay. you know, and it, it wasn't through the windshield. It was like through the back, uh, uh, canopy. Window. Oh yeah. Remember that's, that? That's, yeah. That was, uh, probably a little bit before we bought the new canopy. Yeah. I think you're about right with that. Timeline there. <laughs> wait, wait, why'd you guys, I don't get it. Why'd you guys get a new canopy? Yeah. <laughs> it was just about that time, you know, okay. the, the old one was getting a little worn out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Long in the tooth, I guess. Yeah. 
no. rolled the ground one yeah. stump, and I had an tooth. incident on the one a, stump yeah, where I was grinding, and I think I tried to take too big of a bite, so it like grabbed the edge of the stump and lurched forward. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, that happened. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was like an inch away from a fence or less than it like turn it off and step back for a second yeah reset. yeah Ch- change your pants a little bit yeah it, it you know it is amazing how much force those stump grinders have yeah like when that wheel gets like i mean the wheel on its own is heavy and then you got all those big teeth on it yeah. it's moving that fast that is some serious force Sure, Dakota. Has well, that's stories. that's yeah. hydraulics for you when oh, yeah. when you know because the the wheel is powered by a you know hydraulic uh, motor, so um, that really levels things up when you start using hydraulics. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! But yeah, we got away with with one that day with the uh, brick going through our uh camper shell and wow. not somebody else's window or house or car driving by <laughs> or camaro, <laughs> yeah, or camaro. <laughs> yeah. a little bit worse than gravel oh man yeah Holy smokes. <laughs> right on well uh yeah. you got any other stories for us bro uh let me think um oh gosh i one it's not necessarily directly related to tree work but um safety related these new power drills that we have are so powerful um it i was installing a a hot tub pad at my new house and putting the the lag bolts in on the frame and i damn near broke my wrist because the the drill got caught on the you know on the the threads in the wood and it just torqued my wrist so hard so i would just recommend that people be very careful using these new very powerful drills <laughs> were, were you one-handed or, the drill or were you two-handed the drill it it was a one hand it, uh, <laughs> before before that happened i was one-handing after that happened it was a two-hand operation yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've damn near broke my wrist with the old gas drill so i can only imagine what the new one would do well this is the electric oh nice is yeah, it, that's what I'm the, saying. Uh, is that one? No, it's um. Oh gosh, I think uh, Dewalt. Yeah, like a 60 volt or some crazy 60 amp, like 36 volt drill that's like crazy strong. Shit. Dang. And uh, you know, so so just be careful using those drills when you're cabling because uh, they'll really torque on your wrist if the if the threads catch. Yeah. Yeah. it's really bad in metal like i use those to drill into like sheet metal and stuff like that and it catches funny on an edge i mean wood is a little bit different but on metal like it just yeah fucks your wrist up so yeah 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 so just, just be careful with them because i've got a sore wrist and uh i wish i would have i wish i would have had the little attachment you know like the little arm that comes with the cordless drills yeah, yeah. the little uh side handle kind yeah of thing. Don't just throw those away. You should actually use them. <laughs> yes. Actually, actually a safety feature. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I guess that would be my uh, tip of the week. Nice. <laughs> so you got a sore wrist and an unfinished hot tub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, not, not a good combination. <laughs> cool. Well, it's, it's always good uh, hanging out on the tree thinking and, um, great to great to hear all your voices. 
Right on, bro. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'm glad that you called because it was uh, nice checking in. We'll have to get you back in the studio live here soon. I'm looking forward to it, and y'all have a wonderful night. Peace right. out, Big Rob. Boop, boop. See you, Rob. Later, Rob. <laughs> 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 right. right on. We'll, we'll talk, talk to you later, bro. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Boop, boop. <laughs> That's a thing you say when you say goodbye. I don't know. <laughs> Nice. A little uh, surprise call by Big Rob. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, if he's so busy, he hasn't called me about any. I guess there's all the all the leaves are just all kind of wet right now. Yeah. That's a whole different aspect. People always forget about my position. I can still rake when it's wet out. Oh, yeah. yeah. These leaves are disintegrating. We just need to move them around. As a matter of fact, that might be the time when you really need to get a professional raker in. Someone that knows how to handle the wet wet leaves. Yeah. Yeah, and any schmuck can move leaves around when they freshly fall off the tree, but you need a true pro. A real schmuck when they're wet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Certain, like, unwanted things can, like, overwinter in, like, leaf piles at the base of trees, right? Like, maybe, like, a fruit tree or something, you kind of want to get them away, or maybe not. Like, that's a weird thing, because you think that... The leaves drop, the tree, so the soil wants to, that to break down and feed the tree and whatnot. Yeah. But I feel like I've heard that, that things can overwinter there. Like rattlesnakes? Or no, 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 no. Like, like a fungus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a fungus. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of Sorry, that. A bit more specific. Yeah. I've, I've heard that before. But, you know, you also got to think, like, we don't want that there because we don't want it to, you know, make the fruit less than ideal for us to eat. Yeah, but the fruit tree, like, I does it affect the fruit to the point where it isn't able to spread its seeds? I don't know enough to. I should, you know, so (laughs) yeah. I no, no, no. (laughs) Hey, like peach leaf curl. It's a fungal pathogen. Yeah, and that will mess up a tree. You know leaves. Yeah, yeah. I I know leaves. Peach leaf. I don't know anything else though. Yeah. (laughs) What I do know is that this peach leaf curl is a fungal pathogen, and that's why people spray copper. Yeah. On, the, on the buds is to protect the buds. And I, f- even if you do all your dormant uh, spraying of, of, you know, organic copper, if you don't remove those leaves, they're just going to push that, they push out the old leaf curl. So if they can overwinter, that spore is still on that leaf to the best of my knowledge from mm. what okay. I've read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Oregon State University is our agricultural extension. It's a great reference for all that. They have an awesome free catalog it's online but they will help you out with all your fruit and nut tree questions like that i'm not cool. a great resource okay. interesting but yeah. oregon state for the win again yeah. and then call me back you gotta get uh, them where they can call me back then and uh when when the fruit is ripe and i'll let you know if it's good or not <laughs> <laughs> just saying they don't they don't really consult the ducks when it comes to that scientific stuff you know so throwing it out there that's all right <laughs> Make an observation. OSU also said to smoke weed to get rid of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is <laughs> valid. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been a little fr- friendlier towards the beavers. <laughs> There's science behind that. Yeah. Hey, they, they got to get it where they can. Yeah. You know. Uh, they know where the fu- they know how to chase that funding stream, man. Yeah. They happen to know that, you know, two hot button topics right now. Weed. And COVID. (laughs) Combo them up. You got that money for days. And peach leaf curl. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. (laughs) That's that's somewhere lower on the list, though, I think. Um, Have you guys heard of that store, Bymart? 
Yeah. Yeah. I just them? went there for the first time. And it's pretty amazing. Did Did you have to get a card? Or did they let, just let you in? Uh, no, I didn't show. There was like a weird gate, but it was like swaying open. I yeah, they let in. just about anybody in these days. <laughs> and uh, so I needed a new rake because uh, the Seymour S400 is, it's still in the back of Jamie's truck, but it's like proving really uh, challenging to get the job done with, but we can't throw it away because it's not broken yet. So I went I I went to this Bymart store and they had a true temper rake are you familiar with this brand of rake yeah it was yeah. like up i had to get one of the sales associates to come help me get it it was like up on the top shelf oh wow it was like up they had to get like a ladder and everything and i was like i'm not going up there you guys can get up there but it is a top shelf rake so far okay um it's holding up 22 tines um i'm you know, it's still, I, I guess it's like uh, one week old. I've been using it. It's no racer back, but. Okay. Uh, that's where I was about to go is how, so how are, how are your razor backs holding up? <laughs> they, or we talked about this, didn't we? Did they we, take a beating or something? They broke a few. Okay. Yeah, they are. They're great. They are. As far as I've found, it's the pinnacle, but, uh, you know, the fiberglass is not a wood handle. You yeah. want to feel wood. At least I like to feel a wood. Fiberglass gets a little cold this time of year. Um, and nothing, nothing if like you some... throw a giant log on it, it does, it does explode. <laughs> <laughs> the Achilles heel of all rakes. Yeah. They're not log proof. <laughs> no, and so we're the Seymour would bend and launch the log back up. Yeah. <laughs> right up to the top. Yeah. So maybe the key is to just get use the razor back to do the work and then throw the, the Seymour S 400 on the ground underneath the tree. Yeah. And then stow away the razor back. Nice. So you can still have a rake to break right there. That, it's it's that, never going to break. That, could be, move, that yeah. could be an ideal use for the Seymour S 400 just like line an entire backyard with it. If you don't want to make any divots, just giant, <laughs> trap, <laughs> giant trap logs on yeah, it. Just yeah. bouncing all over the goddamn place. Yeah. It's kind of like a bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. You think someone's going to throw a log on a rake. Slide that S four hundred right underneath there. <laughs> Turns into a catapult. So the true temper, I had a true temper, but I, I think I I also broke that one. I go through a lot of rakes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, had, I've had true temp, not a rake, but I've had their other stuff and I've broken it. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, this Bymart store seems like everything there is like really high end. Oh, it it is. Yeah. It's definitely the um the uh, Gucci. Of, um, yeah, you have to be a member. You do. Yeah. Oh, yep. Wow. They don't just let anybody in. Yeah. And how long does this membership for life? Life. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They give you a, and, a and green it, card. It sometimes it even goes beyond life. Like I think I could get my grandma's card. <laughs> 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 Probably go in and they wouldn't ask any questions. I mean, there's no photo on it. Yeah, you just they don't show know. a green card. Yeah, yeah green it can card. be any green card. Oh yeah, right. I just wave and then well, yeah. I actually like to support small businesses, so yeah. you know, I I pay the money to to get a new card there. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I buy stuff there. That's how I support. Okay. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bymart's great. Love them. You have a. I noticed you had a Craftsman rake too. Oh yeah, is that a Bymart buy? That is the one. I was at Lowe's to get some other things, um, and. I was like, oh, I'll just swing by the rake section, obviously, do some browsing. And the only rake they had there was a craftsman yeah. leaf rake. And it's just bend my it bent my mind just 
the big giant store and you only have one rake. So this craftsman <laughs> one is a fiberglass handle, um, but it's about eight inches shorter than the True Temper or any mm. other standard rake, the Corona. Mm. Uh, so I obviously I bought it. Um, can't resist. Yeah, but that was the only option. I, we'll see. You know, it's been holding up. I, I think it's just a regular. It's like how Huffy sold out to Walmart. I guess Kraft sure. sold out. <laughs> yeah, it's shorter for the shorter one on the crew. I, I've deemed it Dakota's rake. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that short. <laughs> he might be the shortest person on the crew. Okay. I Maybe. mean, I still like it. it may, might be like have some different um, applications, like getting underneath uh, Arbor Vita or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you need a little more uh, stockiness for. Yeah. Dakota's going to throw fists when he hears this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to show you what stocky's all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jake, you were in the Midwest and you, you did you have some big raking contract or something I heard? Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Sorry, I didn't make it to the the holiday edition, the end of the year wrap up. Uh, I got to listen to it, um, and I was hanging out with my mom and you know doing some family stuff. Uh, but I listened to it um, because uh, my mom got me an iPhone for Christmas, oh, nice. and I was able to download the pod on it. Oh yeah. And it's a game changer so compared to that Walkman. I could just pull, I, I'm still keeping all my tapes because I still I think don't know they, how you got tapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't make any. Sounds better. Yeah. I like the quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Click, yeah. click, click, click. And I got to flip it over. Um, but yeah, the uh, it, it's been great. You know, I listened to that Patrick, Patrick Masterson episode where he said, um, the, the educated climber, love that one. Um, he s- listens to all of his podcasts in like one and a half or one and a quarter time. Yeah. Um, but I also found in the bottom left of the podcast feature um, would you, an applicator, uh, my podcast applicator. You, it's a little button on the window you press. And uh, so there's a feature down the bottom left that says like, the speed of it, and you could also go 0. 0.5 times. And that <laughs> is a freaking sweet spot to listen to tree thinking. Do they have a 0. 0.25 or is 0. 0.5? The no, most? I don't think that was an option, but that would be really cool. We'll have to do that in later episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so that is quarter really the way to embrace, like, just I, I <laughs> every <laughs> moment. <laughs> and then you could hear it when Andrew's like, <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like breathing. It's cool. You really feel close to it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so with with that, I also think this phone is like listening to me. I it um it's caused me some problems. So the whole thing where I went to the Midwest after directly after getting this iPhone was because I think uh Big blower is now on to me. Hmm. So I did oh. get this big contract to rake all the leaves in the Midwest, which I had to go do sooner than I wanted to. It's going to be a springtime cleanup. 
but I went out there and just looked at all the jobs because I started to get harassed from, uh, I guess all these lobbyists that are for, I'm not sure who they're for. It's like outdoor lawn equipment people, maybe steel and Husqvarna. Those bastards. But oh, uh, apparently this law got passed, um, AB1346, um, in California, where they're not letting anyone buy new gas-powered leaf blowers after the year 2024. Oh, wow. Oh. Um, so I, I feel like they're getting aggressive towards um, more more old school people like me like they they want to maybe push this battery thing which is fine um but just the whole idea it was fine with the raking then i started talking about brooms and they turned up the heat a little these guys would show up to my mom's house and like all hours of the night like knocking on the door and i she's like stay downstairs jake i was like okay fine (laughs) i didn't know what it was all about so i i feel like I had to go off the grid, you know, go in airplane mode. That's what I think that's what the kids <laughs> So I went out to the Midwest and I have my, my tumbleweed farm out there anyway to, to go check in on this time of year. Um, I have my buddy Coda that usually it's my neighbor. He usually uh, helps me make sure I've, you know, sometimes they get caught on those like, uh, Jamie, you're from North Dakota. What are those things called on the side of the road where all the snow piles up? So it doesn't blow onto the highway. Oh, like a snow fence? Yeah, like snow fence. But yeah. I got those for but for tumbleweeds, so they yeah. don't like clog up the okay, whole yeah. street because I'm harvesting them, and <clears throat> the big wind comes over the hill, and like, so he he makes a little hole there so they can get on through, so it's it's not blocking the road or anything. Um, That's considerate. Yeah. So anyway, I I kind of laid low for a bit. Um, I hung out in the cloud so they couldn't find me, and. Uh, but now I'm I'm back. I had to lawyer up, and uh, I, their lobbyists are just fierce. It seems like, and I'm not sure who these people are, but um, they told me to like just stop talking about raking and brooming. And you know, I I talked to my lawyer, and he said that you could stand and fight. You know, no one's gonna. We got your back now. So I got some local representation here in Eugene. Um, so that made me feel a lot better. Um, they were trying to get me to sign stuff. And I don't even know who these guys were. The one guy said he was like my real dad. And like, here's my birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> <And> my, <laughs> my my mom told him to get out of here, you old, do- old dirty dog or something. Uh-huh. So I, he put his tail between his legs. I saw him. So he was out of there. Um, but I, I don't know, like, I feel much better to, to be myself now. Um, and I, I don't think anything's wrong with these battery powered machines that are coming out. It's great. You know, less fossil fuels. We could kind of all agree that raking is the paramount form of moving leaves around. Um, but I think the whole battery blower thing is like a crutch. I can hear they're coming for me now. And they, it's it's like a really good idea to not use these fossil fuels that we're also dependent on. Um, but I feel like they they are just trying to sell these things, and they my whole way of life is counter to to how they they want to sling all these these machines. Um, yeah, they got to push you out, shut down the rate game. I think so. 
Yeah, they can't control you. There's not like a gas powered rake that they could like push you towards, so they just have to shut you down. Yeah, I'm sure not getting any sponsorships. Um so yeah, that's where I'm at. That's a little stressful. Um But yeah, I'm back now. Um Well, hey man, anytime you want to uh come on and get the word out, we're always here to uh to spread the word of the pro raking word. Yeah. We'll take we'll take on Big Blower with you. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't lobby against us. Cool. <laughs> Yo. Uh, but yeah, other than that uh, whole conspiracy, um, is my winter break was really good. Nice. I'm happy to be back. Um, what'd you guys get into? I had coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just right out the gate. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's festive. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucked. I was down for like two days really bad, but then, yeah, bounced right back. Nice. Glad that you were able to bounce back. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And uh, they talk about the lasting side effects. Right, and I think I read somewhere that it it might drop your IQ, but there's really no way of telling. <laughs> <laughs> so does tree work, technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't think I have any lasting side effects. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing a little bit about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Now you're like completely invincible. Yeah, yeah I figured. Yeah. I was, you got the super was, antibodies now. Yeah, I was vaccinated. Fully, and then I, nature gave me a booster shot. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> nature's booster shot. Yeah, yeah. the ultra booster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm glad that you pulled through all right, and now you've got the super immunity. Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of the the ideal scenario if coronavirus is going to be around. You know, you that you get it, you don't have any bad side effects. You pull through in a couple of days, and you got your super boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Corey? Nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. I know that's not true. That's not true. You got a you got a uh uh bob kitten. Uh, uh, yeah. It's well it's not a bob kitten. So the bob kitten is the MT eighty five, right? That's the oh, okay. that he has. This one's like smaller than that, so okay. what's what's smaller than a kitten? A, a bob embryo, maybe? Bob <laughs> Bob sperm cell? I don't know. Yeah. You just got like the runt of the litter kitten. Oh yeah, okay. that's, <laughs> yeah. It, that's it. This one just couldn't quite find the teat or something. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, um, I tried out the. Um, so, for those pe- uh, people who don't know, Andrew and Jamie have been to my place, but I live on like a really steep, shitty slope, and um, I've been wanting to get a tractor for since I moved out there, and I would legitimately kill myself on a tractor if i tried to yeah take it out there i would yeah they'd find my body very steep slope very steep slope and oh like you'd roll it yeah 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 yeah. not all the way down to the bottom of the hill (laughs) wow yeah no probably onto the neighbor's property and maybe all the way to the street which is like three or four miles but let me tell you he's got the best view of anybody i know the whole valley sick yeah but yeah, if I if I slip, I'm going down to the to the bottom of the. Well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been trying to figure out like what kind of what can I like use on my hill without killing myself or seriously endangering my neighbors, and so I I've been looking at these mini mini bob uh, mini skid steer bob kitten things right, 
And so I talked to, I've talked to like a bunch of different places like Vermeer and Bobcat and everybody. And I rented or I demoed uh, one of Bobcat's devices this weekend and I tried it at my property and you can also use them like they're uh, small enough that you can get them into fences or gates because they're less than three feet wide or they're three feet wide or something like that. So you can get them through gates and stuff. So you can use them on side work as well. So I'm, I'm working on getting one and in three to six months it'll be here. That's what the salesperson says. Oh really? Three to six months. Yeah. He says plan on plan on six months, but if it gets here in three, then man, that's going to be nice for your uh, side work to have, have a little mini skid steer. Yep. Amanda's going to go crazy on it. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a winner. If you got your wife working the ground for you, (laughs) to have a mini skid steer like that to be able to, uh, she'll be able to lift more than I can. Yeah. And then she'll rub it in my face all the time. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, she's no. lifting more than she's you can. More than I can. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe. a win. Yeah, no productivity. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's that's exciting, and I'll be in debt for the rest of my life. But you know, it's exciting. But you'll be moving giant chunks of wood. I will be moving giant chunks of wood, killing yeah, a bunch of blackberries. Killing a bunch of blackberries. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for me, nothing as cool as a a bob kitten. Bob Embryo oh, or Embryo. Bob Runt. Bob Runt. Yeah. Bob, Bob Runt. Yeah. I I got to bring the the mood of the podcast down a little bit. Our uh, The mascot of the Tree Thinking Podcast, good old Rue, passed away. She was, she was an old lady. She lived a good life. Rue, we got her when she was uh, on, you know, it was one of those kill shelter deals where they take a bunch of dogs that are... You know, like this is their last chance and they go parade them around to pet stores and we found her and she was such a little sweetheart. We had her for, she was about 17. We had her for about 14 years. So, you know, she, she lived for a long time and yeah, she was, she was a good dog. She was my surf buddy. I used to take her to the coast and I, you know, that's the beautiful thing about little dog. You just let her run the beach while you're surfing. She'd go and just, you know, run where up into the dunes over on the jetty, just hang out, watch me surf and you know, she was a good dog, taught the kids how to be around dogs, and she'd bite them but never really break the skin, you know, just like a good dog would when the kids are getting too rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but she ended up having a heart attack, and uh, unfortunately, she was in heart failure for a while. She was kind of going downhill, and she she had a heart attack, died on the floor first thing in the morning. Lacey and Malia, my daughter and wife, find her and start, Rue, Rue, come on, Rue. In about 30 seconds to a minute in, she just opens her eyes, comes back from like not moving, no pulse, no breathing, opens her eyes and she's back. And I got the call. I come home from work, you know, I, we were kind of expecting something with her. She was kind of going downhill. So I come home, hear what happened. And I just said, okay, let's load up, get in the car. And so her last day, we were able to bring her to the beach, her favorite beach that we always used to go surfing at and let her run around the, or kind of mosey around the beach, you know, and then took her to her favorite place, and I had to carry most of the way, but we took her on a walk, and she got, there's a couple, like, a favorite tree and a couple things along that that walk that we'd go to, so got to bring her to her favorite place, got to go visit Big Rob and all the family members, so she got to say goodbye to all her family members. We stopped and got hamburgers, and she got her own hamburger and fries and everything that she got to chow on, so, you know, we got pretty lucky that, we were able to give her, you know, as best we could tell, 
the best last day, but you know, when we went to the vet, they're like, yep, no, it's, uh, basically they said we could give you a bunch of drugs and keep her alive, but the heart failure and the heart attack is what it is. She's not getting any better. She, you know, it's going to be a bunch of pain medication and stuff. And yeah. So we just had to do what you got to do for your buddy. Can't let him live in pain, you know, but Rue was a good dog. Absolutely love her not to bring the podcast down or anything, but, uh, just uh, pour pour some beer out for Rue, and if you got little furry family members, give them give them lots of love for Rue Bear because she used to love to come and hang out with us while we did the podcast. So, yeah, w- wanted to give a shout out to Rue. That's you know. an incredible, incredible story. Yeah. Oh, she to was an incredible dog. That, that last day. Yeah. Yeah. We. I feel so. The thing is, I mean, anytime you lose a pet, you're it's just heartbreaking, you know, and it's. It's really, you know, I've lost a few pets, so I've been through this whole thing before. But it it sucks to see your kids, you know that they've had the first time they've known loss like that, and the first time they've kind of gone through that. But all that's hard to go through. But the truth of the matter is, if you have a a dog for fourteen years who's a really good dog, and you know, we, our fam, my family's been through some shit over the last few years, and Rue was always there, always a good dog for us, and. She's the kind of dog where you could leave the the gate open, you know, or if she found a way out, she would just be sitting on the, you know, in the driveway waiting for you to get home when she, you know, when you got home, you know. So we had such a good dog and that that's a blessing in and of itself. So why was her name Rue? Uh, because when we adopted her, her name was Candy. And I was like, I can't have a dog named Candy, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and but I was like, Lacey, you can name the dog whatever you want. So long as I can yell it across a packed dog park and not feel self-conscious about it. <laughs> Here, Candy. Yeah, candy. Exactly. And uh, she, you know, the little she was a Chihuahua Italian Greyhound. So she kind of looked like uh, Rue from Kanga and Rue Winnie the Pooh. You know, she had a little bit of a look like that. So she got named Rue. Cool. Yeah. That's way better than Candy. Way better than Candy. No, she was Rue. She may have been Candy for a couple of years, but she was Rue. But, Yeah. Pour a little out for Rue. Yeah. Good girl, Rue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, can't, can't, uh, don't need to do too much on, uh, pets passing away. That, how many people have tuned out by now? (laughs) (laughs) But anybody have any, uh, good stories from the field? Well, did a job with Corey. Yeah. Got a big cottonwood, uh, three, all of them multi stemmed. Yeah, three, and they all had like four stems, Ooh, three, four stems, three, four stems <laughs> in a backyard in uh, Poop Palace. Yeah, like poop everywhere. So much poop. So much poop. This uh, the property owner had a. Um, I, I said it earlier. No, I'm blanking on the name. It's, it's started with the M. M. Malamute. 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 Yes, she, the uh, property owner had a Malamute, and that thing can poop. Like, <laughs> just nobody's business. Yeah, we showed up, you show me the job, and then you warned me that there's, like, some poo. And then I kind of looked, I'm like, okay, there's a lot. So I was like, I'll, I'll go on shovel duty. I found a spade shovel right next to their plate, which is not the ideal shovel for poop. I mean, it kind of was. I was able to, like, dig it in underneath, and I'm just, like, yeah. pulling patches <laughs> of grass out. It was good for poop in winter. Poop it, start yeah. Winter. You know what? That's the cost of not cleaning up before the tree crew gets there. Yeah. I mean, the tree are... crew is going to clean it up in the most efficient way possible, <laughs> even yeah. if a little turf goes with it yeah yeah it wasn't like super nice turf what'd you do with all the dukers so i made a big pile 
like <laughs> a, 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 yeah. a poop pile in a corner of the yard i made a huge poop pile but i feel like i probably spent a half hour i would say a half hour walking oh. around picking up poop yeah you're, you're doing it for a bit and i'm like jesus yeah. christ that's a lot of poop and i hadn't seen cory in a long time so we have our sentence on and we're talking catching up and i'm just shoveling shit <laughs> <laughs> shooting the shit <laughs> yeah shooting the shit while you're shoveling the shit yeah we cleaned it up and really that opened up the drop zone we had that whole backyard now. it was great we could we could send big old tops into it yes yeah. it, it was awesome perfect yeah there used to be a uh, a fence along one side of these cottonwoods so it was backyard right so the cottonwoods were abutting part of the backyard and then there was like a uh, it was like a shop or uh, like a, a shed shed, shed yeah. area like a, a lean-to and then a, a like drive-through um, driveway right and that's where the fence kind of separated well of course it had grown into these cottonwoods so they were just by the time we went to remove the stumps there were just wire fucking mm-hmm. everywhere I, I completely destroyed a chain at least one one chain and i even used my carbide chain because i knew i was gonna like hit a bunch of stuff and sure enough i still screwed one up but um and then uh just so many loads because we it, we loaded it all into my trailer Mm-hmm. and just hauled it all off and it's still sitting at my property it's, it's like a five by eight trailer right? uh yep uh, f- uh five by ten how many loads do you think it was 10 12 <laughs> it, it, it's a lot because i had should have rented a chipper had two trailers yeah, yeah. I, had, I had two trailers and then my buddy brought a trailer down and he took a load of wood out so yeah i, I definitely should have rented a, a yeah a chipper but it, it was also yeah like a next door neighbor. So okay. I don't have to drive and, it too far. And so this is also why you got the skid steer, right? This is also why I got the skid steer. <laughs> yeah. four, four jobs like this, this is why I got the skid steer. But yeah. uh, I felt bad because I, Jamie and I climbed at the same time for the first tree, right? And then I was just basically on trailer duty because I didn't want, uh, you know, my driveway is a pain in the dick to turn around in. So I didn't want to, you know, put that on anybody else. So I figured I'd just do it. So that's what I was doing rather than helping, yeah. helping climb. Which I was just one tree, go to the next, yep. go to yeah, the next. It was fun. Yeah. We ended up doing some cool rigging. It was a lot of like big swing over. Like the first tree I went up was like the main rigging point for most of the trees. Like they were all pretty close to each other in a line. Yeah. Um, so cool balance ties, cool tip ties. And then nice. also just blowing big tops whenever we could. Sweet. Fun day. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Was your buddy that took a load of wood? Was he going to burn that? No, no, no. He took it to my place, and he just he just dumped it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with all that? I'm going to use it as retaining walls, not like long term oh. retaining walls, but just like biomass. Yeah, biomass. Yeah. yeah, just like let it break down. Let it break down. Yeah. There, hey, there you go. Cheaper than hauling dirt out. Totally. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. No. Just takes time for it to break down instead of cash money. Long yeah. game. Yep. Yeah. So you have cottonwood on your leaf trailer, right? Like slabbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Besides the phone, I also made a big jump uh, for my um, big Midwest contract. I bought a car, so I don't have to borrow my mom's Taurus anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What kind of car? It's a Nissan Leaf. Hell, yeah. That very fitting. (laughs) Do you just rake it around town? Yeah. It's It's great. It's a 2013, so it's like the first one they ever tried to make. Um, but you could probably get like 60 miles to a charge. So it's kind of like just a street legal go-kart pretty much. <laughs> but I don't, if I don't have to go too far, it's, it's really nice for in town. If I need to go, you know, 
out of town or something, I still got to borrow mom's Taurus. But uh, it's great for me just for in town and putting around and stuff. How many uh, rakes can you fit in that thing? Uh, I The most I've got in it is four. That's that's pretty oh, good. And that's I'm with a, a full trunk of leaves, too. Okay. Nice. Does it have a, a roof rack up top? Can you store more up top? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. I need to get one of those big things that people like load, you know, their snowboards or surfboard or what and do. You could just have it up there and just fill it with leaves. Oh, I saw a Subaru the other day driving around Eugene that had a shopping cart welded straight to the top of it. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> well, they had taken goodness. the wheels off of it, and it was just welded on top, and he had, like, a box of something up in there. Huh. So maybe I could just weld a, sh- wheel, like, weld a shopping cart straight to the top. Yeah. Attach a couple of those big green buckets on the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe just some framework, and then I could yeah, mount, mount the green, mount, big yeah, green buckets on Yeah, there. I think you're onto something. Oh, love it. <laughs> I had Jake on the job with me right when he got the leaf, his new car. Oh, yeah, we really... And uh, yeah, there, was this, the test. Yeah, there was this uh, rhododendron uh, stump. I believe it was a rhododendron, and... We needed to, you know, the client asked if we can get rid of it, and I was, like, wiggling it, like, oh, shouldn't shouldn't be a problem, you know. But usually those are bigger undertakings than you think they are going to be, you know. But Jake had his new leaf, and he said he could take it out of eco mode, and we could probably rip that thing out. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, we put a rope on it. He took it out of eco mode, and it, yeah, came out no problem. Took it straight into Razorback mode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even feel it. It was amazing. Yeah. Nice. But before I knew it, I was like dragging it into a fence. Yep. <laughs> I was Jamie's got some good footy of it, yeah. actually. I decided to film it and I think I was like staring at my phone, wasn't really paying attention. And it's <laughs> I'll post it, but you see the stump come out and then like hit the fence and I was like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep the window down and I'll just it just happened so all so fast. Yeah, it was the torque quick. is just crazy on the that yeah. little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard those things can beat a Camaro in the first, like in the like similar year Camaro, they can beat them off the line. Uh, Is that true with the torque? That's what I've heard. I've been looking at some of the newer electric cars that are coming out, and that could be true. Um, I know there's a new McLaren that came out this year um, that can do zero to uh, it goes zero to eighty in two seconds. Wow. An all-electric one. Whoa. Yeah. Well, the Ford's coming out with the, the F-150 Lightning. Yeah. And it's the fastest truck they've ever, uh, you know, off the line. Oh, It's the fastest truck, so old... it's faster than the Raptor Ooh. or any of those other ones. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've kind of got my eye on one of those things. Nice. I don't know if, I think I don't know if it'll to, work out, but... They're pretty tough to find, right? Here well, they're, they're not out... Yeah, and we're on the list. We oh, we cool. put the... You have to put like 100 bucks down to get on the list, oh, cool. you know? So I, I don't know where on the list we are, how any of that works, you yeah. know, or how I'm going to actually afford it when it finally comes <laughs> out. But but I put that $100 down to cool. keep keeping the game. Did, did rip some stumps out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rip whole houses out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what was their time frame on that? Like... Uh, I think they said uh, this spring 
when we got it, but I think it's going to be bumped back with the whole supply chain issues the world's having right now. We're having supply the chain microchip issues. issues all, there's a lot of issues that have kind of sprung up since I put that hundred dollars down. Let's see, there's steel prices. So, yeah, there's, uh, battery issues. Yeah, there's the fact that there's like you know ships are having trouble coming into dock. There's there's a few things going on right there's, now that might bump it back a little bit. So. Oh, this is good. I bet my uh, FBI agent is listening to all this. Um, but, yeah, I'm really into battery-powered stuff. You know, we just got to move forward. So don't come at me, Husky and Steel and Echo. Um, it, all the battery stuff is fine, but I do think it's just a crutch to roboticize the true nature of raking and sweeping. There's nothing like the real thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... It's, I don't know. I could go off a, a little bit, um, but it just, it shook me, you guys. Like when these goons came to my house um, saying they're lobbyists and they need to talk to my mom immediately. Um, I, I'm i just not intimidated anymore. You know, now that you guys say you have my back and oh, I hell can yeah. just be myself, um, it, it really, you know, it's not going to, not going to happen now that I got, that I got the, my bean pods got my back. Oh yeah, no, I think the whole tree thinking field crews got your back. Oh no! Nice. I mean, if you're listening, I'd imagine you're down with Jake. You're you're we're uh, we're going to bat for you, buddy. Cool. Well, anyone who wants to jump on board, um, you know, just what what we need in the raking industry is is proactivity. We don't back down to Big Blower or anybody. Um, and I'll let you guys know that if you keep raking, I will, I will always be raking right with you. And, uh, and if I feel like it, I'll wield my brooms when necessary as well. <laughs> so, and it's, it's what I was born to do. You're going to tell Oregon not to rain. You're going to tell LeBron not to argue with the refs. <laughs> You're tell Westbrook not to get triple doubles and still lose the game and then dress like, Liberace at the post game presser. <laughs> You're gonna tell Drake not to mumble or be a little bitch. No. <laughs> so I mean, you know, when these goons are showing up, I think my new plan and this you could use do whatever you want. If you have any ideas on how we should address this issue of intimidation in the raking world, um, you know, I'm I have this new razor back that I tricked out. Um, I put an Oregon ash handle on it, and it's still kind of in the works, and it's like. It's not for me. It's for anybody that comes and tries to intimidate us. All I want to do is get this rake in somebody's hands because it'll change their mind. I don't care how uh, much money they are being paid to come lobby for Big Blower. Um, just ask them how it feels in their hands. You know, give it a test drive. Here's a big leaf maple. Eat this chocolate that my mom made. You know, everything will be fine. Uh <laughs> Tell me, and then if if they cut, still come out with a negative attitude after that, you know, I'm calling my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Or, nice. And it, you better hope it's just a lawyer because if I send the tree thinkers after you, you are really in for it. That's for sure. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will mobilize. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it, man. I think we should go out on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good way to wrap it up. So with that, I guess uh, stay safe and keep those rakes moving. Don't back down. <laughs> <laughs>